John 5 24 Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me, hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. John 5 24 Here is a scripture with Jesus' words about the requirements of eternal life. It helps to see different scriptures to get a full picture of things. What is required? First, we must hear his word. That word here not only means to audibly hear the word, but to understand it. Many times, we understand the words, but don't understand the implications for us. The word of God is interconnected. There is not a principle that is not interconnected and necessary for the operation of another principle. So, to hear the word, we must have understanding of the implications for us, and its connection to other important principles. There is also the other point that we must hear, audibly, to understand, which can be done various ways. We can read the Word of God aloud so that our ears hear. We can attend church services, or listen to recorded teachings, where the Word of God is being expounded and preached. But it is a fact that we must hear and understand. There is also the proven fact that the more senses one uses, the better clarity we have with understanding and retaining. Another requirement is to believe the Word and trust that Word is truth. We have to trust that word is for us and trust that it can be applied to our lives. That trust is not only in the word, but in the one who gives the word and one who sent the word. This scripture is foundational. If we understand the word and its implications for our lives, we will not be under judgment. Our judgment has fallen on Jesus. He took every accusation and paid the price for it. So, we are removed from the curse of death and miraculously moved to life instead. The curse is still viable but not for us. We are removed from that curse. I've always heard that the curse was removed from us, but actually, we are moved from it to life. That word pass means to move and change places. So, we are moved from death to life. And what is eternal life? Jesus put it this way in his prayer to the Father, and this is life eternal, that they might know thee the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. John 17 3, Knowing God goes beyond knowledge. It is an intimacy of being in Him and He in us. And we know that the Son of God is come, and hath given us an understanding, that we may know Him that is true, and we are in Him that is true, even in His Son Jesus Christ. This is the true God, and eternal life. 1 John 5:20. To be in Christ and Jesus in us, is a hard concept. It's the same concept of us being in Adam when he sinned and why we inherit that sin nature that separates us from God. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. 1 Corinthians 15:22. This is a spiritual concept that is worth meditation and contemplation to understand the depth of the miracle that God worked in us. It was a legal move. God didn't just blaze into the enemy territory and snatch us out. Because the serpent manipulated Adam and even into legally ceding to him all authority on earth, God's plan had to legally redeem us. The magnitude of the covenant and its power is so beyond comprehension that we must accept and believe much of it on faith when we first come to Jesus. I don't know about anyone else, but I'm sure it is universal. I didn't know all the hows and what force. All I knew was that peace and joy that I never had. And I knew it was from God, the Holy Spirit, witnessing to me, that God had worked a miracle in my life. I will never forget that day. And I hope you will refresh your remembrance of wonderful day daily and worship and thank him for what he has done, for what he is doing and for what he will yet do.